It's the second guess, it's episode nine. Number nine, looking fine. How you doing, man? Oh, we're going to carry on spitting the bars. Number nine, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I can't rap. We don't have the energy. Uh, no, I'm, I'm good, I'm tired. I've been, tired. I've been in Cunch the whole week. Explain what Cunch is for us, mere yeah. mortals. The thing is, if you, if, you, if you don't know what Cunch is, it means you haven't watched Top Boy. And if you haven't watched Top Boy, I don't have time for you. <laughs> no, I just mean I've been in... I've been in places not close to a city. I won't say the exact location wow. in case my ops are listening. But <laughs> what's ops? Yeah, <laughs> those kids you used to look after. Exactly. <laughs> those are my ops, man. If I get run down by them, kids aren't a joke, man. Don't be joking about that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, it's no. Um, yeah, I've had a long week. I've been at some training for work for a week. So I've wow. literally just been away from home. I'm just knackered, tired. I'm really proud of you, man. Thanks, brother. You know, fun employment was cool. <laughs> fun employment was cool. But you guys start paying those bills. Now we're back to the grind. Oh. We're back to the grind. Tired of this guy asking me for money. But... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, here you go. Throw <laughs> <laughs> my peas, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm knackered. But yeah, it's, it's, it's been a good week, though. How's your week? Um, my week's been... It's really cool, actually. Like, been um, been working hard. You know, it's when it's been like last couple of weeks at work, I just kind of been at like seventy percent, mm. and then suddenly you're like, ah, oh, shit, you've been chilling for a little bit too long. <laughs> I might go get myself fired. So then I went a hundred percent for a week, and now I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, back to sixty, yeah, even, well, even was, fifty. I was like, yo, that was. <laughs> I tried to put them all in. I gave it a go. No, it's not for me. So basically, we have a summit in Amsterdam. A summit? Yeah. I'm going on a work trip on Monday. Oh, yeah? Flying out. International. You know. Um, <laughs> it's going to be fun. Because you know what comes with the music industry in Amsterdam. I will let you lot figure that one out for yourself. <laughs> Wait, so this, this summit, this summit, like, what's it about? So what can you say? It's all about... Um, it's all about our international markets getting together and looking at how we can basically further drive um, insight and within our partnerships. So it's looking at new tools and how we use data, looking at how people are using data. So it's very kind of like technical this summit, but it should it should be really interesting. It should be really cool. We've got Japan flying in, we've got Singapore flying, we've got South Africa, we've got... Um, Canada, France, Germany, Russia. So there's a proper like international link up. Wait, the what the the your bases in those countries or just yeah. So someone from all those countries are gonna come in and present and like share learnings and all of that kind of thing. So yeah, it should be quite cool. That's sick. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. And how long? It, wait, how long? So for a week? Um, till I'm back. I'm back in the office on Thursday, so majority of next week. So yeah, it should be should be good. 
I'm not even being sent international yet. That's the hope, though. I want to go. Because that's like the only reason, the only thing I want to finesse from the new like, job. Go David Attenborough and that. Since not even that. Send me, out, send, me, like, send me to a war zone, bruv. Like, have me reporting. Mm. <laughs> to you right, man. I want to do one. You live in, you live in London. <laughs> <laughs> Just send me to Peckham. <laughs> one send me to Syria. War no, zone's on your doorstep, <laughs> I want to do one. I want to do one once in my lifetime, like reporting in like a war zone. But apparently you have to go through some like special training for it. I mean, obviously. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, but like SAS, man, yeah. like, I was gonna say like they're just chucking any <laughs> any any people into these war zones. <laughs> you want to go report in Syria? No training. Yes. You know what? I heard a really interesting radio interview with a guy that just felt the need to go into some of these war zones and help people, like completely independent of anything. Um, I wish I could remember the guy's name. Good Samaritan. Um, one, of, one of those kind of guys. He, he had an interview on LBC and his, his life story is ridiculous. It's actually mind-blowing. Mm. That how he heard something was going on in Syria and someone just spoke to him and he went to fight with the rebels and kind of like defend them against this dictator and was like... Was, was scared to talk about certain things that he's had to do, but he was like, yeah, I just want to fight for the good guy. I was like, whoa. No, I rate that, but just, I just think, does he go with, like, a plan? <laughs> like, obviously, somewhat of a plan. Does he go with, like, preparation? He's like, I'm I mean, just going to fly to... He had, he's had, like, background experience in, like, the armed forces and everything. Oh, okay, then. But it was like, so, okay. still... I mean, you need to clarify that before any, one of these unit, <laughs> these useless bastards thinks they can just go to Syria by themselves and just, you know... But gen- gen- <laughs> genuinely, like, you may as well be. Like, that's mad. It's no, not like but the government behind him. Like, yeah, no, but, yeah, like, but, like, like he's not... He's, like... There's a prep there. I feel like, let's not be too idealistic. Like, I, would you survive if you just got sent to war zone? I mean... <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> there's no chance I am surviving in any war zone. Hey, wait, he's would you, not would you, war. Would you fight in a war? If say if like um, this country, say if it was like conscription, mm. and there was like a big like yeah. thing kicks off. Yeah, hypothetical. China decides. Depends, what, is it gonna... my war? That's what I need to decipher. We need to what check. You, what do you mean? Is like, it your what, what? What if China took over? What's the consequences <laughs> for me? <laughs> Will they keep more leaves? <laughs> then I'm blessed. I no, mean, okay, so China decides they've become powerful enough. The US just like cripples itself under something, mm-hmm. and there's no other big superpower to kind of have the checks and balance. And China's like, USA is out of the way now. We are going to do our thing. Uh huh. Xi Jinping, Jinping, whatever the man's name is, he's like, this is my time in That's it. not his name. <laughs> that is a very wild statement that you just No, made. that's the leader. The leader of China, Google that. Is... Say it again. What? Huh? What? Jinping, Jinping, G. It's G, X, I. Like. Yeah, Xi Jinping, exactly, oh, exactly. You, I was... <laughs> you missed out the Jin before the Ping, didn't you? No, I said Xi... You, you said Xi Ping. I said Jinping. It's, it's actually 
Xi Jinping. Jinping. I said yeah. Jinping, though, innit? So don't look at me like I owe you anything. All right, oh bro. my god, yeah, right, Xi Jinping. Right, okay, right. if Xi Jinping says, okay, we're gonna ride out. Does Xi Jinping like um, niggas? <laughs> no, <laughs> I do not want Xi Jinping on a speaker going. All the niggas. <laughs> to be fair, there is a madness going on in China anyway. I would, so. I'd, I'd prefer. Um, I mean, look at the whole Hong Kong stuff, man. They don't yeah. even like that. I mean, the Muslim thing. Uh, the, oh, uh, the that's Muslims why the concentration. Well, they call them schools. See that they're calling them schools. Schools. Yeah, the Chinese government's calling them schools. Schools. Yeah. Imagine getting told you're going back to school. That's with yeah. everyone that looks like you and believes in the same god as you. Yeah, no, that's a bit of a mad thing. It's a wild fam. Yeah. And that, <laughs> that's the extent of the kind of uh, right, educational so analysis we're giving. Obviously, that. I'm going to have to go to war if someone like Jinping is going to be moving a bit mad. Um, but again, last. I've never. I've always thought, like, would I have gone. Like, would I have been down to go to the war in. Like, back in World War Two or something like that? Like, if I was born then? I mean, lots of Nigerians fought in that war. Yeah. Um, people don't even know that. Well, loads of, like, loads of people from the Commonwealth, well, the empires so it was back then, uh, fought India, Ghana, Ghana, Ghanaian soldiers, <laughs> Nigerian soldiers. Yeah, Ghanaians heard that was boiled eggs. So. <laughs> <laughs> they, heard, they heard Hitler was <laughs> getting rid of boiled eggs. <laughs> the, um, on a real day, I reckon if, um, yeah, if it was that situation. But weirdly, it's like you society kind of like bends to what's happening around it, right? So it was really, you're really at the bottom of the pile if you weren't like signing up. It was like a thing, you know, it's yeah, like no, young, you young guys wanted to be seen in uniform. Yeah, the people, like, especially even World War It was glorified to, to, like, a new level. Like, propaganda was really, like, rife. And, like, Mm. if you didn't want to be part of that, it was like, there's no way you're going to pull a girl. It it was all of these kind of, like, social factors came into play. Yeah. Obviously. And and also information about what was happening on the front was very limited. Like, not a lot of people. Are you talking about Order 1 or Order 2? Both. Like... It was like very, it wasn't yeah. really spoken about, like, um, because one, it was not to scare people from signing up, but also you didn't want crucial information leaking. leaking yeah. So no one really knew how savage it was out there as mm. well. So I definitely, I probably would have signed up. But it's interesting, you kind of had like if a modern version. If you were a wise back then, or yeah. if you yourself, because. Um, you had a modern version of that almost. Um, with the Vietnam War in America, right? Yeah. Where conscription was out and... I think that was the, the first war where... No, okay, there was definitely... Um, was it conscientious objectives? That's what you couldn't... Yeah. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, in World War Two, I think. But then I think the, when it became like... I don't think names as big as the likes of like Muhammad Ali were doing it, that had done it until like the Vietnam War and then it became like... Such an active like like I remember he did a whole module in it in history A level about did the war end because they were getting laid down by the Viet Cong they were getting like they were losing all because of the protests back home and like yeah like I don't I don't I just honestly my conclusion is that is that I don't think I'm not built for war I think I, think, I ain't built for war I don't think anyone is I think it's very it's a very unnatural thing as like a 
human to do because really and truly you're hardwired to procreate and just like keep safe yeah and stay safe like you're really not you're not built it's called fight or flight and most people are gonna run from huge fucking bombs and like to be honest here let me not stunt if I was if it was I'm no Muhammad Ali if I was conscripted I'd probably go in it yeah I'd probably be finding a war that's the mad thing about it you mean you'd be finding a war I, I said I'd be fighting. Oh, okay. Like if it, if it was if I was conscripted, hopefully I'm flying a plane. <laughs> Wait, is that any better? I feel like it's slightly safer, bro. No, but if you to get be if, part of the RAF, what if you get shot in the sky? What then? What's next? Yeah, but likelihood of getting shot in the sky compared to likelihood of pretty likely, especially in World War Two, bombed on with like the Battle of Britain. That was the last defense. I still, I still it, think it's harder to shoot a plane down than it is to just bomb loads of guys <laughs> <laughs> on the ground. Not shoot, I'm talking about, but you're not just, you're not just fighting people on the ground. You're dog fighting in the air. Yeah, it's true. All, all of it. Because I've always had this thought. I was either. like, if I'm I have to join one like section of like the army, where am I going? Am I going navy? Definitely not. <laughs> because yeah. Because if a ship sinks, it doesn't even matter if you can swim or not. Done like out done out here. Then I'm thinking land force between RAF or just like normal infantry. I don't even know. I think you're safe what? in the RAF, you know. Genuinely. Until, until you got man. Tra- I mean, <laughs> until you got a loof off and fucking trailing you. It's, it's a, trailing it's a, you, yeah. War is a war situation. I'm really, I'm really anti-war in like general, man. I think it's. Obviously, most people are anti-war. Do you do you believe in like the ideas of almost? You have like Jeremy Corbyn who wants to get completely rid of like Trident. All, all nuclear weapons. Do, do you believe in um, mutually assured destruction in okay. order to protect? I do not. Give me a second. I'm going to draw my lines. I don't want to get rid of nuclear weapons. I want to get rid of nuclear weapons on a global scale, obviously. Oh, shit, which I think you'd agree. Naturally. But I, I, agree with that. I don't... I don't think it would be wise to... Okay, first of all, as always, disclaimer, I'm no way near, no way near clear, clued up enough about the kind of <laughs> arsenal of different nations before I start running my mouth like a weapons expert. Yeah. But, yeah, at the same time, I don't think it's, it's a really realistic position. But I feel like... The way warfare has changed definitely, but I feel like wars these days are going to be fought in in the coming futures aren't going to be fought between countries. I feel like the last time, so obviously the only time a nu- like a nuclear weapon or like or atomic weapon or whatever you want to describe it was actively used and tested was obviously the USA in World War Two. I don't think intentionally so any nation in this world will actually use a nuclear bomb against another nation. I think what the main kind of worry we have now and why I'd be maybe pro getting rid of nuclear weapons is terrorist groups, wherever, in whatever what part of the world they may form, getting hold of nuclear technology and using them against civilian people. And I don't think in the coming future any, any nation is going to bomb another nation because even if Britain get rid of their nuclear weapons and then whatever, whatever enemy nation bombs us... Mm. Like, we, the whole reason, obviously, I haven't analysed in the US, don't bomb straight back and then it, it, it's, it's, it's dumb. So that's what I'm saying. Like, 
for me, I mean, like reducing the whole kind of having nuclear weapons means it's less likely to get would into the you, hands of... Would you like, say, a country like Iran, yeah. who is effectively trying to get hold of nuclear weapons? Yeah. Don't would, they already have nuclear weapons? No, or, they have nuclear power. Or, but not, nu- actual but not nuclear, nuclear weapons. If, uh, if Where a, do we go next with that? Is that what you're asking? That's the point. Like, are you going to deny like certain African countries who have developed the, the power? I mean, oh, wait, am I going to deny them the right to have nuclear weapons? Yeah. My black people can do whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> can't this say is political that. discussion. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm obviously. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, honestly, though, no, um, no, like. Obviously, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's very, it's complicated. Like it's the same way when we talk about like okay, let's bring it back from something less aggressive as nuclear weapons because that's such a volatile thing. Like when we just talk about like countries like Britain, whatever, have gone through like the industrial revolution of put fuck tons, fuck tons of CO two and emissions into the atmosphere, and then now as a like later on trying to push all these new green initiatives, as all these kind of third world countries are like coming up. And then say, no, you have to find more energy efficient ways to do X, Y, and Z. And even though I'm sure there may be more energy efficient ways to both develop your economies and GDP and improve your GDPs. Mm. It's kind of like, oh, we did it this way. Now that we're like, it's kind of like, now we climbed over the fence. Now we're on the fence. We pulled so the ladder. Are you, you against, guys need to are, use... you, are you against them? Like, are you, are you against countries telling other countries how to develop? I think I think it's a little anarchist in me. Yes, I think it's healthy for um, countries like the UK. um, The US obviously is not doing that, but like (laughs) um, it's it's healthy for like developed countries to almost say we did this and fucked up the world. So yeah, it's probably best if if you're able to use these different ways in doing that. No, not, as long as it doesn't hinder development, I think it's. I think it's really. I'm really pro new ways of um, providing energy to people. There's an energy crisis throughout Africa. I can only speak on Nigeria specifically. Yeah. Nigeria is, has an, has had an energy crisis. Nigeria's had so a crisis long. since 1961, 63, <laughs> I mean, 61, well, 60, yeah, 61. Independence? I'm going to 62. 62? Yeah. Oh, terrible me. <laughs> and I was just saying Independence Day the other day. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, Nigerian Independence, 1962. Yeah. Um, I just know, generally, it's, it's also the ones where, like, uh, there's a whole conversation about how, like, a lot of the kind of way the world's being fucked up. Is 1960. <laughs> We're both wrong. Everyone, here's the L for you. Hold that. I'm going to hold that. Thank oh, you. I'll, I'll take one too. Put that in my pocket. Do you have a spare? Yeah, <laughs> I'll take that one too. But actually, no, anyway, we're, side, we're sidetracking. We're sidetracking because you wanted to talk about something else, didn't we? Um, yeah, but man, keep it rolling, man. <laughs> um, this is actually really interesting. Yeah, no, actually. Uh, no, yeah, so basically, what I was going to say about the power one is that I think that a lot of the way the world's been fucked up has been done by first world nations that can't be argued against. Like, people talk about... That's why I have a big, deep problem about being patronised by, like, you know, your cliche kind of, like, um, first world, like, middle class vegan, right? And I hear me <laughs> you out. To throw I'm not, it's not even, like, you to get into vegans, because I agree the whole... I agree, <laughs> hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> No, hear me out. This is what I mean. Like, I have nothing against vegans in general. No doubt. No, I'm part of this weird hate campaign against vegans. Oh, Nor okay. am I 
with this weird hate campaign against vegans, but I just think it's really, what's the word? It's really the audacity of belonging to a culture that has contributed so much to like the kind of industrialization of, of like meat and the kind of the way. <laughs> you know I mean? You can't start disclaimer and say I have nothing against vegans. No, but no, no, no. no but this is what I mean. This is what I mean. Like obviously, when like if you go back to kind of like I don't want to say ancestral times, but like this kind of issue. When being vegan didn't cross no one's mind. Basically. <laughs> no, not even yeah. But I'm just talking about if you go to like the history of a lot of African nations and Native American nations, mm. Asian nations. These guys were eating meat for centuries without destroying the environment it was only when like kind of like the battery farming of chickens and yeah, shit like that that's and then, more unhealthy and all of the, these kind of systems in place that have do use so much water do use so much power and do and are fucking up the environment right yeah so so it's a bit cheap for you to be saying oh yeah like trying to i don't know talk down to like indigenous people around the world for eating meat when reality, reality, what's fucking up the world is the system that you so comfortably live in. See, in your first world fucking flat in Clapham, you cunt. Sorry. Sorry. Gentrifying the whole bloody world. (laughs) No, but I think what's really interesting, my brother and I had a conversation and we were talking about, is it the whole like moral ethics behind breeding an animal in a farm, in a confined like space just to kill it? Or if you're going out um, hunting or letting them roam wild and you're basically going out and, like, yeah, hunting an animal that's just living its life rather than literally, like, impregnating cows literally just to, for them to produce milk. Like, it's all, all of that kind of stuff. Like, it's yeah, but bit, that's, it's well, that's exactly it. Like, um, there were civilizations for centuries. I, I wouldn't say millennia. Millennia, actually, we're talking about who were eating meat, yeah, who, who who were living off the land, who were doing it in a sustainable way, right? And it's it was only it's only been in the past, I would say, like hundred and so years, where a lot of these kind of now first world nations have now have just developed these systems of kind of like Wait, cre- it's how to breeding feed, animals, breeding yeah, animals. For it's me, also so. how to feed, feed like a growing population that has like a demand. It's definitely but there's a plenty of ways. There's plenty of ways to. But then this is why I, I agree with the idea that we reducing the amount of meat people eat bars. It's because there's ways. To, <laughs> sorry, there's ways to feed. <laughs> so the fact that he said bars, <laughs> and then. Kind of like closed his eyes and believed he was a rapper <laughs> living that lifestyle. If I spit a fresh 16, <laughs> the people would know, but it's not the time. There's like, there's plenty of ways to feed people en masse mm. without having to resort to mass producing, well, not mass producing, but like kind of like mass breeding animals and pumping them with all sorts of shit and just having like these massive like battery farms of chicken, etc. And like, it's just like, we know, like, and it is possible. That's why I agree. Like, if, like, people, everyone reduced their meat intake, but at the same time, like I probably said, it was, like, episode two, episode three. Episode, like, three, I think. It mm. is, the issue is the big corporations. It is, like, the, the kind of systems we live in, which are destroying the lands and destroying biodiversity and destroying, like, um, like, and it's, and it's for, the purpose, for the sole purpose of kind of feeding into this system of profit is causing the most destruction so yeah it's, it's a, a bit mad it's a yeah it's a complicated 
it's a complex kind of situation. It's it's interesting. Um, we definitely need to tackle it from. Um, we need to do our research on it and just like have like an informed discussion around it. Yeah. Um, Disclaimer: Do your own research. We are not your father or your professor or your teacher. Literally, don't start telling your mum and dad that Yamaneg told us this. <laughs> so we're now not gonna eat any chicken coming from Tesco. Yeah, but if you if you also want to stop eating meat because of us, power to you, innit? Yeah. You're, doing, you're, you're doing well. I've I've um been celibate for the last five hundred days, and hey, I can levitate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> That's a celibacy of meats. No, 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 no celibacy of pumps, right? Because, like, it was in 500 days. How, how you I sure? see those memes, like, <laughs> yeah, Day sure. 500 of no sex. <laughs> I, I've opened my third eye. <laughs> I now know the meaning of life. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's also how it's the same environment. Stop having sex, you heathens. Oh, Pre- my days. You know, premarital sex puts CO2 into the atmosphere. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, <laughs> so just breathing. <laughs> that ain't gonna stop me though. <laughs> no. <laughs> Alright, so what do we actually want to talk about today? You go ahead, you lead it. Um we had an idea which was to speak about Wait, what, fucking, what, what, I, why, I, why are you I, screaming at the mic? Sorry, I've forgotten. Oh Meghan Markle. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually no, not Meghan Markle. Uh, um, the Duchess of Sussex. Can we just get this correct? Yes. Daily Mail, Daily Mirror, The Sun, The Sun, all of you. Any tabloids. She's, she's not your fucking friend. <laughs> she's not your fucking friend. She's not your age mate. The she's not your not your sister. You know what? The Duchess of Sussex. I don't want to hear her Harley. first name in this whole podcast. Just the Duchess. Just the Duchess. That's how. From now on, we're going to refer to her as Harry the and the Duchess. Harry and the du- Harry can get his name said. <laughs> Harry and the Duchess. Duchess. Of Sussex. D dot S. Tell them again, bro. Because you know what? Thriller. The way these tabloids are not actually putting respect on her name really irks me to my core. It's like they're talking about her like she's Kim Kardashian, fam. And that's the and thing is, what it is as well. This is royalty. 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 Married to, married to the royal family. Royalty. The Duchess. Oh Let's talk about God. the <laughs> the elephant in the room. If you saw what I just <laughs> okay, the elephant in the room, right? Let me do it again. Wait, can you? Can... <laughs> that's that's his elephant impression, what? and I think we should put a pin in that. <laughs> I have no rugrats. Okay, so the elephant in the room. Before we so there's no misconception about what's going on here. Give me an R. Oh, give me an A. Hey. Give me a C. Okay, we we kind of <laughs> know where we're going. With no, this. just like, oh, bro, fucking finish it. <sighs> Listen, I S M racism. <laughs> you're, you're just actually no fucking fun anyway. But um, racism. That's what we're talking about here. This useless killjoy. Why can't you just do that? I said there was three more letters. You started with the first three, and yeah. <laughs> Oh my anyway, gosh. Anyway, oh my gosh. Give me a racism. That that is what in fact this cheerleader is talking about. Yeah. Um it's, it's actually crazy. But what it also is is that like when when shit rags like the Daily Mail and the Sun are called out for their racism, they genuinely do not believe they're being racist because I think there's a genuine kind of like um 
I don't even say cognitive dissonance because I don't think that really what? works in this. But a genuine belief that like, they're not being they're not being racist, right? Because when it's implicit racism, I, your actions are just in themselves racist based off underlying bias. You don't really like it to your forefront. You're gonna be oh no, what's that? What's racist? But they don't really understand that the same flipping energy that they could give Kate Middleton, Pippa. No, Pippa is the one Pippa's that said one. Yeah, I'll never believe the tabloids after that again. <laughs> what, 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 what? I mean, the world was back in it. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put a pin in that. That's <laughs> both lies and just nonsense. But yeah, Kate Middleton, right? All the respect in the world. Her man was cheating on her. All right. Also, <laughs> also, 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 let's let's actually be be as fair. What's, what's her official title as well? Um, Duchess of Cambridge, something of Cambridge, Duchess of Cambridge. I believe so. Yeah. Well, why does why does the research? I'll carry on. Kate Middleton, Duchess of Cambridge, I believe, or something of Cambridge, was Duchess of Cambridge. Yeah. She is she like Will was Will was cheating on her apparently. Not according to me. Don't I can't be sued for defamation. My life. Um, <laughs> So then one 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 you just walked in, you know, and I'm about to bang him because he walked, he walked back like he was bad. Talaji Bola is about to nah, Talaji you know, Bola, no. Nah, we'll, 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 we'll allow him. We'll allow him this time. No, the Arsenal star just walked in, and the, you know these ballers, yeah, they get they're out of control. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, yeah, no. As in, like, it all came out recently about like Will apparently cheating on her, and again, I'm not. I don't want her to be embarrassed either. Like, the I Duchess of Cambridge is probably uh, a I, lovely I, lady. No, like, no. Make no mistake. I proper like Kate Middleton. Mm. Duchess of Cambridge. Yeah. And I think she's lovely. I think she's amazing. But it's just weird how, like, you think... Can you imagine if that was the Duchess of Sussex? Que- the if Duchess that was Sussex, the Duchess of Sussex. And bro. Harry was out here just... Hey! hilly halley and abouts. Just flinging people. They would be hurry up and divorce her. Yeah, they would just be, they would just be like, clearly, like, she hasn't lived up to her... Mag- um, Royal, uh, like royal family kind of standards. She's clearly not satisfied Harry to his needs, um, to to like to the standard that he needs. And it's just like the double standard is amazing. And I think it's perfect that we have this kind of like, in terms of like a scientific point of view, this almost perfect kind of like controls, <laughs> like kind of two different kind of um, I would say two, two different positions where you have one person. Who was uh, a woman married before, married to an older brother, kind of like also not from royalty, right? Married mm. in, and then just like obviously, then you have the people, the, the people who try to deny us about racism. The, the people look around to see who else is on your team. When you look to the left of you and you see Katie Hopkins, and you look to the right of you and you see like Julia Hartley Brewer, and you see all these types, you know what team you're on. So there's no point. There's no point pretending like no, it can't be about racism, even though it's Katie Hopkins. Running her useless, unbrushed mouth Katie every every week. Hopkins, can that tired looking piece of yam. I just think she looks like a fucking. Right. She looks like a an you know, off piece of yam. I need to unload. I I need to unload on this pod right now. Can I just I, finish? I, I, yeah, you, I, I, need, I need a minute. All right, okay. All right, listeners. I need I need I need you guys with me as I as I just break this down. Lean in. What we have here is an institutionalised problem. We've seen it with the footballers, the young footballers recently. Sterling. Sterling and some and some various others. And we've seen this now extended 
to someone that is supposed to be seen at the highest of society. We cannot win. Now, let me really break this down. Harry deciding to marry the Duchess of Sussex was always going to be a talking point. They were always going to pick out the colour of her skin. And Not you know explicitly, what? but through... But, every... but you, had, you had just people... Oh, no, no, no. There's, there's plenty of like basic so, explicitly, but yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What is funny is that the explicit racists were just doing that over the social media channels like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. So that can all happen. Now the tabloids, the tabloids are either trolling us to give them the airtime so that we can be talking about them, so that we're giving them the reading numbers so that they can generate the, the capitalism that adds around this content. The fact that they are going to play into and amplify this clear racist message... Or they generally are racist too. Or or the fact that they are generally and blatantly racist. And we're almost giving this them the oxygen and the time and the attention. The fact that people are still buying into these people is really, really... Not only worrying, but actually to the point enraging. Because the double standard, the fact that she's black, the fact that we're actually seeing these kind of headlines so blatantly in our faces, mm. the fact that this is just happening on a, at a casual point of view, and you don't think that this is contributing to not only a social consciousness, but also it's contributing... And it's a messaging to some of our young people that, wow, we can't win. No, I mean, we can't, people really can't get past the idea that someone in 2019 who is not white and posh. Doing things, she's funny enough, she's even mostly doing, white anyway. Doing incredible things. We really can't get past that point and we are going to... No, not we. They are going to do anything to drag her name through the dirt if it's for money or if it's just for pure pure and simple, her face don't fit. Her face doesn't fit, bro. And that just really... It really worries me, bro. It really kind of just like irks me in the fact that, wow, you got someone like the Duchess of Sussex who, for all intents and purposes, is just really trying to just make this world a better place and just kind of spread love, really and truly. She's, she's done nothing. She's done now. She's done nothing wrong. The thing is, what also I want to say is that oh. I think it's a good point. That's like, the perfect point you said at the whole, like, we can't win because... We can't win. Because the, the, no, I think the realistic situation of it and it, why, surely, surely. why a lot of people are riding up for, um, like, a lot, of, a lot of black people riding up for the Duchess of Sussex every time is because it's kind of like with the Obama thing. Because it's like, we get told and have been told with obviously the history that um, so many of us have faced in, like, both here, America, around the world, that by people who are often ignorant of history and ignorant of, like, power dynamics and shit like that, have said that often 
the the times in which black people in certain societies haven't achieved what they've what they wanted to achieve is due to their own lack of hard work or their own lack of good behavior or whatever then now you have a woman who not only was a completely like amazingly talented artist artist actor yeah who's now come married into the royal family <laughs> the big big royal family if we're not forgetting and has literally done nothing wrong like to the point where they are they make stories over her over like her having a dress over her shoulder and like uh showing her shoulder in a dress then they then i remember seeing that on twitter then in the thread below it people posted about four, like 10 different pictures of diana and the queen and everyone else in similar exact dresses then someone pointed then there was like another one about her wearing like black nail varnish and then people were like oh that's not um very royally then someone showed then say again thread below it people were posting pictures of the queen and everyone mm. else but so i feel like for me as there there needs someone to be at, someone at work actually came to say there's something about um, she she referred to the Duchess as Megan. She of said, something about Megan. She's just a little bit smug, isn't she? And uh, you know what, bro? You know what? I really turned around and I was like, "Wow, like wow, we've got we've got like people. We we, we it's working. What they're doing is working. Yeah, and, and, the, and the fact that we've had um, Harry having to actually." now sue these tabloids is because he's watched that happen to his own mum. But this is at a point where it's actually... Same tabloids are taking pictures of his mum. Insane. Dying in a car crash. Insane. Insane. So, and, and it actually expands to the point where it's a really big moment for this country and the royal family. I think the royal family is actually under... Um, the biggest microscope they've been under for a long time with Brexit happening, yeah. with um, the Duchess of Sussex entering the family, with how are they managing to stay relevant? What was that I was just saying? Because I, I feel like I've forgotten a point during the last bit of... Anyway, can I say something quickly? Yeah. It's just, is that, like, in terms of, like, the whole we cannot win, whatever, it's just that, like, this underlying kind of reaction towards that, people generally believe... Because I feel like that's what it is when about, about racism is that like a lot of the people are afflicted by racist ideals. That's why like I said it like in a previous episode, it's not really good enough to say so and so is racist because he headbutted a black person in the middle of the road. And I'm not racist because I've never headbutted a black person or shit like that. <laughs> because racism in itself isn't that's black. <coughs> pardon the pun. That's black and white. Is that it's about like internalized beliefs about certain things where you allow certain things for certain people but certain things you don't give them as much remit and where you suddenly start looking for fault more in certain people but you don't look as much 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 fault in other people so that's what this kind of action to that behavior is and that's why what are they going to say about their kids exactly and then also just finish wait so on that point you said about the smug bit yeah is a perfect example what i'm talking about because it's like the kind of thing that used to used to say in america especially like in um the times past, like, post-slavery and, like, the large amount of civil rights movements that, like, probably still happens a lot now is, like, when they describe black people as uppity. <laughs> and it basically means you're stepping out of your place. Calm down. And that's what it is about Megan. Like, the reason why Megan annoys so many middle-class white women, specifically, because they seem to me... I'm sorry. Like, middle-class, kind of middle-aged white women seem to be the most... the largest demographic who are attacking her. Mm. Because she represents a dream for most of them. And... 
and as my, for many of them, even though they may have never ever gone down the road and verbally abused someone of a different skin colour or never actively whatever, it there's a part of them deep down it's hit seeing a woman with her skin tone in the position she's in and they don't like it. And it's as simple they as that. Know, they, don't... they don't know why they don't like it. So <laughs> they generally don't know why they don't like it because they've never had to confront the idea that racism is something they might be a part of. So they just it just they have to do it via proxy. They have to do it via nail polish. They have to do it via dresses. They have to do it via oh yeah, she well, she closed her own door. But I think the tabloids are now a reflection of just trying to somehow tap into that under undertone like uncomfortableness. That's why people just love reading them. They're just, they manage to just tap into a little part of them that's just like, why, why don't I like this? Like, why, why is this irking me so much? Um, yeah, it's really, really, really strange. And it's something that I've, I'm, I'm scared, I'm scared of. I'm scared of the fact that we are... Yeah, I'm scared of the fact that we are even needing to have this conversation because you'd thought they'd have more subtlety. Like, it's like, okay, we knew that someone <laughs> was going to say something. Yeah. Someone was going to state the complete obvious, hey, y'all, the Duchess of Sussex is, I believe, black. Black. <laughs> black. <laughs> I just can't stop saying black. <laughs> so you'd think that you know, it was a bit kind of obvious. You'd think it was a bit blunt to yeah. then go after her because of that. But, yeah. and it's it's almost annoying that we've now had to spend some time talking about how obvious. It's like, it's it's beneath both of us, yeah. you know? It's, actually, it's beneath a lot of people who would listen to this to even, like, give this energy to be like, wow. They really went after the first black royalty. Just like, hard, like <laughs> and I'm not sure how. Thing is, even if, look, see, this is what I'm saying. This is what I mean when I talk about genuine kind of like an ignorance on the subject. Because even if, right, you genuinely thought, you say, for example, we gave people the benefit of the doubt and we said they were aware of kind of like the kind of. Just a clear, a clear understanding and a clear awareness of kind of racial dynamics and history in this country, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right, and what this country has done in the and past, it's, and its relation to like people, black people in African in African continent or in the Caribbean or back and forth. Surely, if we gave them the benefit of the doubt that they knew that, but then they were still behaving this way, surely, surely, even if you did, did I mean, surely, if you even thought genuinely in your heart that Meghan Markle. I said her name. Duchess. Duchess, I'm sorry. Yeah. One... <laughs> the Duchess. That's me slapping him. <laughs> <laughs> the Duchess of Sussex wasn't behaving in certain ways. You'd not go for her this ham. You'd like you'd like allow it a little bit. Well, surely you would. If you were if you were like genuinely clued up and generally deep down had internalized, okay. Like we need to we need to it, because it's not so much a kind of like because a lot of the ways a lot of these like newspapers try to get away with it say is that certain things are in the public interest and certain things just have to go and certain things get sold but like there's an undercurrent of nastiness that is here yeah and it's it's a perfect thing that I wanted to bring for example is that one thing I learned recently 
Is that do you remember when um Kate Middleton was on like a private island with Harry? No, mm. well, and then this random guy. Doctors of Cambridge, because I don't want there to be a double standard. <laughs> I don't want people to say, "Oh, uh, but you're you're calling her Kate Middleton. You're calling if you're gonna do that, you you I am. <laughs> I am not standing for it. Uh, no, fuck. the Duchess of Cambridge. They're gonna cancel me. I'm joking. The Duchess of Cambridge. Yes. My G. Turns out, actually, I actually generally like her, so they don't even want it to be like mm. like. I'm just fuming. Anyway, <laughs> the Duchess of Cambridge, when they took pictures of her, like, naked sunbathing, mm-hmm. and then it was, like, a French, like, journalist, right? And then, but then, the, and then, they were, like, obviously saying, like, they can't, you can't fucking publish these. And then, like, there was a general consensus among, did you ever see those pictures in the British press? No. Of course you flipping didn't, because they had, there was a general consensus, consensus that, like, they weren't going to do it. Obviously, I know for people say that, I know that, like, Harry, um, um, all right. The Duchess of Sussex dad gave the letter that she wrote to him to the new, to the newspapers or offered up to the newspapers. But I'm pretty sure someone offered up those pictures of the Duchess Obviously. of Cambridge to the British people. But they were like, no, we're not gonna collectively we'll say we won't publish those. And obviously I know there's probably like different legal like remits there because she was on a private island, etc. But Still, like, it's because there, there was a genuine feeling of kind of, like, this is, like, royalties, whatever. Um, and it's just, like, but then it, there just seems to be, like, a, gen, a genuine lack of dis- lack of respect amongst a lot of, like, British tabloids to, Meg- to, Duchess, to the Duchess of Sussex. Yeah. And it's just so clear and obvious what it's about. Would they ever admit it? Of course not. But, yeah, yeah here we are. Yeah, it's, um... It's it's just yeah, and the fact that it's got to the point where Harry has had to actually, you know, send out a personal message and sue. He's suing. Cl- clearly means it's affecting her, which is actually ultimately really disappointing because she's not even English, bro. Like yeah, she's in like a she's in a foreign country with like yeah, and I'm genuinely like actually disappointed in. Because these tabloids are almost representing, like, um, the public to a sense. Yeah. And she's like, why do English people hate me? Like... <laughs> and we don't. <laughs> we love you. Yeah, and that's, that's, really, that's really the crux of it. Um, it's, it's a strange world we live in. Because it's very... They're really trying to tap into, like, these old, old kind of, like, senses of just se- really separating us and really breaking her down into a stereotype of she doesn't know how to be royal because of her colour and background. And I really I, want Katie Hopkins just to uh, come out and say I don't like Meg don't like Dutch Sussex because she's black. Because I no what, but I because, don't I think she's operating I don't think that's where she's coming from though. Weirdly. No but like it's okay, it's not it's, it's not, not surface level because this is what I'm saying when it's not when I say it's not like it's not a fully conscious kind of racism. Because it's not like I don't need to even believe that Katie Hopkins, even in her own personal space, is like, I don't like the Duchess of Sussex because she's black. But I'm talking, but this, this is why I feel like when I say like, I talk about the complex of racism, that it's like a generational brainwashing where you genuinely believe somewhere deep inside of you that you don't understand why that skin, that just her skin color alone, obviously then the has somehow affects her ability to be royal mm. and ability to, to fit in. And then, like, 
Nowhere in, I, I believe in the front of her mind is she genuinely just like, I dislike black people. No, I don't think she yeah. is. But that's what I'm saying when it's in like, it may not be a cut and dry, like, I'm a racist, I hate, I'm a KKK member, I hate black people because they're black. But this idea that everything, everything in the, I don't even say like levels, but everything that isn't as explicit and as barefaced as that isn't also racism is ridiculous. And that's why, but like, it's just, it's just a bit of an embarrassment. It's a bit of a joke, but England in it. This Brexit in it. This is our country in it. This is England. I'm really interested over like the next year, like how the public are really going to react to the royal family. I think it's going to be a huge shakeup, and I want the royal family to continue to take have Taxes. opinions on certain things. Yeah. I t- weirdly, I'm pro royal family just because I think. They um actually contribute, like in terms of like a tour, the tourist destination of London. Um, they bring to light certain issues, such as one racism, <laughs> also the environment, um, also mental health. Thing is, I yeah, think, I think they have a relevance, um, and I think they also contribute to almost a unity in the country and. I think it's healthy to have a little bit of patriotic sense to like what we do and not too much, but I don't think it's healthy not to have any. So I'm for a royal family, but yeah, the way we are reacting to them as they kind of move with the times is like really, really like interesting. Yeah. I'm not necessarily pro royal family, but it's not my first hill to die on. I feel like there's so many... For people, I think there's so many <laughs> issues in this country before we get to the royal family. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, for me, I'm just like, there are, for what for where, what they are now, rather than, I guess, what they used to represent and what they did. Mm. Um, not saying I'm being ignorant of history and kind of colonial history, etc. and whatever, whatever. But I feel like there's a lot more danger moving forward and in our modern society for real then coming from the royal family I feel like in terms of like why I think is the most dangerous elements moving forward in our country I think the royal family doesn't necessarily resemble one of them like mm. I feel like definitely in terms of I guess you know general elitism but and general social inequality which I think is definitely a huge issue but I feel like the greater kind of um, projectors not projectors progenitors progenitors I think that's the word mm. of inequality sounds like google that right now p-r-o-g-e-n-i-t-o-r people who listen man those words out here I went to school go college get knowledge so of like inequality in terms of like class or like political parties rather than the actual um proj g e n Mm. I, yeah, that one. Proge- Personal thing which the person progenitor. is des- is descended or originated from. I don't know where you got progenitor. I said progenitor, bruv. <laughs> you, said, you said propaganda. <laughs> you said you said proglinula, <laughs> polygon, progenitor of inequality are political parties. Yeah, Tories. <clears throat> so yeah, so yeah, no, like let them do their thing, and especially with the Duchess in there now. And I love seeing how annoyed it's making people. True. More black faces in high places. In the, I know that doesn't necessarily sort out as much, but... No, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, I want to send out, actually, a disclaimer on when we spoke about Top Boy in the last episode. 
I actually think after finishing oh, yeah, yeah, the whole it, series, yeah. I actually think that it was well done. I actually think it was not as... I don't think people should really be taking the whole guns and violence thing as much from it as I think they were. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I got carried away. <laughs> Look at me brandishing my, <laughs> brandishing my phone case like a ting. Um, since finishing it, if you finish Top Boy and you think the only kind of story that was being told there is just one about violence, you watch, you, I don't know what show you watch. So, yeah, I kind of want to... Issues with immigration, um... Like representation in terms of different kind of gentrification. There yeah. was hostile environment. They said touch yeah. on Windrush. Yeah, they Represent, touched on Grenfell. Yeah, representation in terms of like um, LGBT. Yeah, I think was, they cut, yeah. they touched on police brutality, um, general racism, the house getting burned down. That was uh, Grenfell stuff. Oh, was that? Oh, yeah. was that, oh okay. That, that was, was like, like science to Grenfell. Oh, okay. I didn't even see that. Still, yeah. Man, I, man, I, man, I, really, I really, I really thought they touched on so even interracial like. Then the way, um, yeah, just inter interracial <laughs> relations, like how um, people interact from different cultures. Um, I really, I really thought that it was they had they tried to pack a lot in, um, but I think they did schooling black yeah. black kids in school when things was grandparents evening and so yeah, exactly. And like the thing is, there was so I, much in I that. Think, I think they touched on way so for people to come out. And that's why I really want to take back what I may have said yeah. if I said anything bad about it. Because I think I was like, what, one episode in? Um, I don't really think that's the message that they took. It was definitely culturally relevant. And I think it told a lot of stories that I thought were really, really, really important for people to kind of like see from a different point of view. And yeah, I thought Top Boy was really well done. And hopefully there's more to come from it. Yeah. No, honestly, I'm looking forward to that season two. Yeah, fam. I'm here for it. Wait, should we do it? Okay. Just because... By the way, disclaimer, didn't... I'm about to spoil something. So if you haven't seen Top Boy, like, don't listen for the next few seconds. Minutes. Minutes. Probably seconds. Those two nitties, I knew they were feds. I knew yeah, it. Same. I knew it from early. Same. I knew it. Because I was just like... Especially when they had that whole They're scene. With, too much. Yeah, they were doing two back and forth. I was mm. like, they'd either be utilised or they would have been picked up. Or nitties whatever. don't, like contribute knowledge like that <laughs> just just for one little <laughs> and like they just seem like the acting team I feel like maybe I just thought maybe they were cast like badly mm. but I felt like everyone else was kind of cast quite well they seemed out of place as nitties in it yeah and like compared to like everyone else but I just thought yeah I just I could tell and I felt like that scene where they, he was where he, where he got banged and then he was like I'm tired of this like that for me also was the important part where I was like, I I love, I love Driss's last words on top of the, on top of the flats where they take Driss out for, yeah. after finding out and they're like any last words and you think he's gonna say something poetic about yo just look after my daughter or something like that and man actually said, bruv if you're gonna do it do it <laughs> and he just did it. <laughs> I was like, really Driss? He had to, he had to go man. Really? Just had just gotta go. Oh, I I, I kind of laughed at that point, but yeah, I feel Top Boy, yeah, Top Boy really really hit home for me. I was like, wow, like, yeah, I I felt that, I felt that shit. Um, 
cool. Next but, but, see, like. but secretly though, acts. Don't be speaking to your mum like that. that <laughs> also, the most unrealistic thing about Top Boy is when Axe spoke to his mum and she literally let him leave the door. Oh, and so yeah, she wanted to just pick, pick up her fingers back to head. I thought she was going to smack his head with that, one of those pans <laughs> just break a bottle <laughs> of it. See the way she Me? fought off that guy trying to shoot him, oh. fam. That was mad. That's true, African mum. Yeah, I rate that. Well, I'm not sure about acting. That's the though. most active thing that black guy did that whole... <laughs> That, no, he was he was he was fat, the fat, fat guy. <laughs> he was he was the rider when they shot the Turks. Yeah, it's true. And, uh, it's true. But, no, you, but how many people got stabbed and didn't die in that? Like, um, yeah, it kind of made stabbing look kind of minor. Just <laughs> <laughs> a quick tutu. <laughs> but I went to hospital <laughs> back out in like a day or two. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was. I think they did Dave dirty, man. He didn't deserve to die like that. I think. Oh. I think he had more. I think he had more to give. Yeah, no, like I said that Dave honestly he played it so well. No, I, I just I, I was a one up by Modi. I just thought he was so shit because I just felt like no, I genuinely felt that Dave played it well, but his character confused me. I was like, I was busy. I was like a character who's that kind of reckless and wild type who was like I don't give a shit about anything. Works in a storyline that's written in a way which is not really in line with reality. Mm. But when you're just like when you're just like in a re- they're trying to make Top Boy fairly realistic. The way he got ended, I was like, then that's just dumb. Like, yeah, if, they, if he's in they the didn't world, give he, him a reason. Yeah, they was just like, okay, well, he's going to be dumb and reckless and then he's going to get shot by the police. Then, yeah, that's what would happen in the real world. But I'm watching the drama. I need yeah. <laughs> someone to act someone that, that dumb no, and reckless. No, I think that's the only bit they got wrong. I just don't think they gave him a proper death. Like, yeah. It was kind of like, oh, wait. It felt like they were trying to squeeze in a bit of police brutality kind of messaging behind that. Yeah. But whereas I think he really should have been killed by one of his own, probably. Yeah, for going too far. Mm. Like. That would have been interesting. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I think we've got... I think that was a good chat, but I think, I think, <laughs> I think this next subject is, is quite jokes. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you um, take over, fam. All right. All right, so what I wanted to discuss... I want to get your opinions. I want to get okay. your, get your, your not, like, what you truly feel in your soul about this. So, okay. um, like, well-known, not super famous, like, online sex blogger, Olumi. She, yeah. um... Sex blogger? Yeah, she's a sex blogger. Okay, I didn't realise there were sex bloggers. Yeah, there. she blogs about sex. That's Doesn't everything to do with sex. That's the thing. Yeah, nah, she's funny, though. I like her. Follow her. She, um... Olumi. Olumi. Nigerian, Nigerian, one of the team. She basically put out, she loads, she puts loads of like questions to like women, like on. <laughs> well, and, and you know, she she she's clearly an influencer because she ends up like starting entire debates that go from America, England, back and forth. But um, she um, what was it the other day? This is actually a while back now. But um, she started she started a conversation saying about like talking about like. Because it's it's a very Nigerian kind of conversation to have because we have like a very kind of old school conservative culture where yeah. like men earn more money etc cetera, etc cetera. not <coughs> not on mass nowadays anymore but a yeah. lot of people have that mentality so the conversation was about like boyfriends giving girlfriends allowances and like giving them money <laughs> and it sounds bare wild in it but like and she was like oh. I'm not sure if she said she won it or she told people to text their boyfriend this like of like uh. Something like a four hundred pound allowance a month, and people and it sparked this whole conversation about whether that was light work or not, not light work. And then this is where truly the the stupid and dumb of Twitter decided to just open their brain and come talk because 
400 pound a month, right? I think someone said to one of the girls, you're like, yeah, like that, that should be standard. Like, they're like, okay, so what, what, are, what are you expecting your boyfriend to be earning? And she's like, on like 40K? I was like, so on 40K, on 40K, because I'm not saying, I'm not here like the meaning salaries, 40K is a decent salary, but I'm saying a 40K salary, right? Mm. So I'm guessing he has his own place, probably maybe paying rent, maybe paying off a mortgage, mm-hmm. right? And he has 400 pounds just to spare you for what? For, for, for what? For, for, that's, that's a mad... For, 400 pounds sterling. That's a 100k no a year man, I reckon. Minimum, Minimum. clearly. Yeah. To, to Six be, I'm Six sorry, anyone who's so willy-nilly just giving away 400 pounds, and that's not me saying it's like... That's not me That's not me undermining the kind of respect a man has for his girlfriend. Mm. I'm just saying 400 pounds just to give away per mm. month. Mm. Per month. That's a bit crazy still. Yeah. So maybe I just five grand a year, mate. I'm I'm thinking to myself, "Mm." Mm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. She better be. So, okay. So what are your views on just generally like spoiling someone you're with? Okay. I am here to spoil any lady that I'd be with. However, the spoiling has to be going two ways still. <laughs> Hallelujah. I need I mean, to, if I'm gonna spoil you, I'm expecting to be spoiled back. In whatever way you can spoil me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's even it though. A lot of like but also let's not I'm not like this useless bastard here. Like you can't you can't be gi- <laughs> you can't be giving me bleep it off is a bit mad. No, what I was saying you can't just be I can't be spoiling you by delivering money, 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 date, 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 <laughs> gift, 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 and you were just giving me the same magic missionary. Like, I'm just... That can't, magic mis- that can't be... I'm saying, like, especially, no, because I think in themselves, because I'm going to add... Don't worry, I'm going to add a bit of a seasoning of wokeness to this conversation, okay. as I always do. Okay. Right? I want to know what magic missionary means. <laughs> magic missionary. No, I'm joking. Or just or or. No, 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 no. Let's let's, let's let's stick let's stick on magic missionary. Magic missionary is one of them ones there where the leg is. <laughs> has, I am currently has his leg behind his head. <laughs> oh my god! I am slowly moving away. I, I love this game. <laughs> No, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like, obviously, there's a lot of narrative around, like, sex being something women give to men rather than mm. something we both participate in. Yeah. How was... She was injuring. How was injuring? It was back yeah. and forth. Yeah. So how is that? That's my gift. And then, then on top of that, I'd have yeah. to be... Yeah. I feel like, no, but for me personally, I've never really experienced any of that because all the girls I've seen have all been, like, had correct heads on their shoulders mm. and just been, like... and. Never been like, I expect this in such a capacity. Well, yeah. I've also been very willing in every way, shape or form to like, to 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 my capacity, <laughs> to, to my capacity, let's make it very clear, spend spend money on a girlfriend. I happily would. But just, I just think that a lot of these conversations get carried away because it's Twitter. And people are like, yeah, yeah, my, like, my man should be able to give me like a grand a month because he, if he really loves me. Or well, yeah, you no, are stupid. Women are trash. Women uh, are trash. Um, <coughs> yes. 
No, I'm too fast. This is coming from a male podcast. You know what I honestly believe, yeah? I honestly believe that if I am going to be giving you money and if you cannot currently afford to give me the same money back... <laughs> I don't get, know, my friend. Get I, listen, I and that's the thing. I think if that's happening, I have instantly lost a level of respect there. What do you mean? Like, I've instantly lost a level of like equality within it. If they're not, you can have times when you're not financially pulling your weight. Like people can lose their jobs and whatnot. Oh no, definitely. That's why I feel like a lot of this conversation however, is. However, okay. However. You know, you know when it's actually jokes here, it's like at this young age and man them are like actually paying for pretty much everything in return for absolutely nothing, fam. If I don't come back to a pristine house, if I do not come back to outfits, <laughs> I don't know, fam. I don't know, like what's 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 going on here? Victoria's Secret. <laughs> And summer. <laughs> no, the thing is, that's what I'm saying. The thing is, this is how ridiculous I've, I feel like I, want, I wanted this conversation to kind of like seem. Because I feel like in the same way, I can never open my mouth to a woman I respect or just to a woman in general, right? Mm. Well, I don't not date women I don't respect, so they're one in the same. But... um like, and be like, oh, I'd never be like, even if I was showing like, oh, I want you to be cooking and cleaning for me. Because obviously, what is that? I'd never say that. In the same way, I think on the opposite side of things. Would you not want someone to be cooking and cleaning for you, though? I have two hands. But if they weren't doing anything else, like you do. No, but like, there's a point. Like, but also, I wouldn't be married. I wouldn't be with, I wouldn't be like dating a girl who's doing nothing. Like, all right. So your, your girl just had a kid. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. Now you're adding in variable uh, and circumstances. Okay. okay. Course, All right. What, what if your girl's just in between jobs, in between jobs, but you guys are living together? No, no, hundred percent. See, this is the thing. But if the house wasn't clean and food wasn't cooked, in general, obviously. Uh, but I'm, <laughs> no, but, in the, but this is what this is the point I'm trying to make. Though, if I was, if I lived with my girlfriend or wife, and we and I was and, I, and then she was between jobs and I was the only one working right and then like I would I would say I was doing mad shifts like Monday to Friday like till late 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 and then nothing in the house was being done I'd be like oh yeah what's going on here honestly though but that but I don't want it to see me and like, it feels I the other way around exactly. I would I would be cleaning I would be you would see none of these cobwebs in the corners of the rooms. No, well, that's exactly it. In the same Please, way, if I was unemployed, I was at home and my wife I'll, was working. I'll start experimenting with the food. I'll start doing Moroccan. I'll start doing couscous. Man, do it anyway. This, this will be... It will, the flavours will be all over the house. I'll start buying, like, random pillows. Yeah, things, but I feel like that's just basic common sense. But Because a lot of the narrative, historically, has been like, oh, yeah, man, go to work. Women stay home and... Keeping clean and clear, that like I don't want it to seem like that way. But in general, if I was living with someone and I was working and they weren't, and then they were also not doing anything in the house, that'd be ridiculous. But and also on the flip side, say for example, if we flip it, like, like I wasn't working, and um, and I was I was with uh, my my wife was like earning not just earning but far earning me, which you know 
might very much likely be the case. And I, I wasn't working at all. Actually, God forbid, I would be working. But, <laughs> um, but say Let's hypothetically, not speak that into exactly. <laughs> hypothetically, say there was in this situation where I was like just completely not working and not earning much money. My wife was earning like a fair bit of money. Mm. Like I wouldn't, on the flip side, expect her to be giving me an allowance, like or or giving me like or oh yeah, I want to go to X, Y, and Z. You must pay for it because you're the one earning the money. I think that's a bit ridiculous. I think it's just Mad. also. All these conversations I've only seen happen on Twitter <laughs> because I feel like in the real world where actual reality exists, people aren't so mad. Like no, it's just but a, bro, these this is real. This no. is reality. Because you know what? Yeah, I've seen I've seen marriages break down at these points. These points where you realize that you're you you might be seeing like okay, for example, you're a financially independent woman. You're earning a lot you're working you're around um some really like good looking guys earning guys single guys that are like just getting after it and you're coming back home to your husband that's a little depressed because he ain't he ain't working yeah he's kind of a bit sloppy um he's used to being out working he doesn't really know how to look after the place a little bit and He's stuck in this for because because he's a little depressed. It might go on for six to eight months, and you're slowly but surely it's chipping away at you. No, yeah, and one yeah. day you come home, and places a tip. It stinks. He's in his fucking tracksuit bottoms. He's asking you to make him something, and and then day you're just like, no, fuck this. Like that's genuinely how a lot of these things break down. And yeah, I, no, but I'm, I'm and it's because they feel that inequality and all of that, all of that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, yeah, if if you're if you're earning, I know it's a techie one, bro. It's actually a really techie but, one. But what? One hundred percent, yeah. But I'm talking about I was talking about people who are our age and younger having these kind of conversations. So our age and younger, if honestly, I don't think you should be with somebody else if. Okay, you should do whatever makes you happy in it. Yeah, do you, do you, do you, do you, like, it's your life. But if she is not, or he is not really, like, pulling their weight, I do think pulling their weight financially is completely fair. Like, I don't think, I don't think it's a vibe, bro. Like, I don't, or at least, like, ambitious enough to, like, be at least working towards that point. Because what kind of life are you supposed to be providing for your kids? Eventually, hypothetically. Or, no, or what kind of life do you want for yourself? What, what about holidays to Bali? <laughs> what about holidays to Bali? What about Marbella? What about no, but Thailand? You don't know, you know, you know want to go in Bali at the moment, bro. Like, that's, that's the yeah, place right now. Yeah, they're really in that fucking place. <laughs> Have you been yet? No. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Go while you can. <laughs> I meant more like in terms of the environment, but like... If people are ruining the vibe there too. No, but also I think like um, it's a sticky one. But like I know this is it's a obviously outside the remit of talking about like a mum like giving birth to a child and like having to stay home for that and looking after a newborn baby and that kind of mm. one. If we're just talking about generally, I don't think I could be with someone who I was kind of like the main thing going on in their lives. That's also a huge problem as well. We spoke about this. Yeah, like I couldn't, like I couldn't deal with a girlfriend who I was like, 
Not that I don't want that. You had to be around 24-7. Yeah, but not just... Yeah, but obviously not just that, but just also, like, I feel like a lot of people, not, like... Where are your friends? That worries me. (laughs) Where are your friends? Women that don't have friends. It does worry me. Like, what are you doing when I'm not there? (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) who are you talking to? Where, what has gone wrong? Okay, I get, okay. I get that people go, sometimes get put in shit situations, but gone to shit schools or had a shit time at uni. I haven't really made, but I feel like, first of all, you not having one singular friend is a bit like, that's a bit mad to me. Yeah, like, unless, obviously some people are going through circumstances where they've just generally been unlucky, but those people aside. But at what point do you realise, maybe I'm the problem? (laughs) At what point do you think that? No, but I'm saying like, that's like I'm when I say unlucky, I mean like people I don't know like moved country and then met one person and then whatever. It's just something like that. But for the majority of situations, like you know what I'm saying, yeah, uh, it's one of the uh, it's sticky. But I'm saying like not just like I'm the main thing in their life that like um, that they don't have friends because sometimes they can have friends. But it's like for certain people like. And this is, again, not a jab at anyone who didn't, I don't know, didn't go to higher education or didn't go or whatever. But for a lot of people, like, a lot of people, even I know that, like, who've left school, right? And, like, they want to become an adult, right? And, mm. I'm not, and I'm not saying that every single person who does this at this age is doing it for this reason. But I feel like a lot of people see that the next stage of being an adult is getting a husband and having, not getting a husband, or having a boyfriend and having kids. Mm. And, like, being a mum or, or being, well, some, some people being a dad, right? And I feel like, Often what happens, what I've seen, like, people I like, know of and people I've gone to school with, is that, like, that person, that person will be, like, the their boyfriend or so will be, like, the main thing in their lives. That will just be their things. Like, that will be their title. Like, I'm just, like, this person's girlfriend or I'm just, like, a mum. And I'm not saying a mum, being a mum isn't a flipping huge responsibility. I'd never, ever, like, like underestimate um, that. But I'm just, like... What like what like what else what else are you doing like there must be other shit in like you must enjoy in yeah, life like they must get bored man I think I'm really I I really worry about people like that to be fair I don't wanna don't, I don't wanna be trapped in that I like being around really like engaging people that are just like kind of chasing everything or just like, not, I, I, high I, tempo I'm not, high tempo. I mean, I'm not even asking for like uh it's actually bad I was trying to think of a female entrepreneur who's done bits. Instead of saying a female like Steve Jobs or a female Bill Gates or female Jeff, I'm not looking for someone who's just starting their own business and has to be like whatever. Mm. I just mean like, what what is it? What are you interested in? What do you like? There must be some other things rather than just Genuinely. relationship. Like I remember, I used to chat to girls at uni, and they'd be like, "Yeah, I can't, just can't wait to be a mom." I'm just like, "So, what about your degree?" <laughs> And your career. What about that? Let's trying to secure a rich guy and just no peace. <laughs> Again, disclaimer, do whatever the fuck you want to do, I don't care. But I my mean, me talking about me and my own things, like I've always been I don't know, I don't think I even realised I was attracted to this type of girl, but then when I just look back at my history, I'm clearly attracted to girls who like doing bits. Mm. Like who was mm. like to kill the game in the well. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. I meant who like to be on their business shit and on their life shit and like career driven yeah. successful. Whatever you wanna call it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's just me in it. But all of you do what you like. Ah. Finances. Also, finances. I ain't paying you shit. <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> what money? 
<laughs> what money? That's no money here. You better go look as well. Ticket is ticket. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yo, Remember so this. give me your track of the week, man. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. So my track of the week is from the internet's most randomly hated person now. Not the most hated person, but people are just getting onto him. But I, he's wavy. People are, people are fucking sheep. And they're only, they're only, they only dislike him because other people don't dislike him. Mm-hmm. Don't like him. J1. Hey, J1, J1. 4am in Coventry. Big tune. Banger. People say that he makes music for Fiat 512, which is... <laughs> I'm saying I'm, I'm I'm putting forward I'm putting forward the defamation right so they say me and if you don't know what Fiat 500 Twitter is it's just kind of like I mean the guys it's from 16, 16 to 24 year old white girls that's basically what the people say I like music. J1 music but James oh yeah it's bangers isn't it but like but then but then this one annoys me the people who say that he's making music for Fiat 500 girls of the Fiat 500 male equivalents who are trying to get in, who have one, who have one black friend called Tunde and think they can start talking about culture. Let me not, let me not, let me not get carried away. Tell but but um, yeah, them um, J1, 4am in commentary. Like I actually think it's a sick song. I just, I think he has a good flow. I like, I like, I like his style. And I generally think like once this cycle of petty hatred is gone and he just continues doing his shit, He'll be liked again. So yeah, not much more to say. J one for him and Coventry. Most of the work weren't easy. Never had a bring, and I done it on my jacks. my jacks. Them boy there talking smack. Everybody wanna talk, but ain't talking facts. Talking. D9 just called on my phone like Jay. How you stacking up all these bands? And I told them I live to invest. Like I say with my chest, that's part of the plan. Sip, the sip plan. on my drink in the penthouse with a bad B. I ain't hearing haters. Nope. Well, them chicks them know that I'm dangerous. Six foot four, like I play for the Lakers. J1 cool down, cause you're blazing. blazing. Everybody wanna take shots at me. Carry on, cause I'm feeling famous. <laughs> Fucking up all these feelings, cause I'm heartless. Blow back, then I cut. Hey, Bethany came with a chicken that wasn't seasoned, so I told her to. Speaking more on that, J1 is fucking talented. I love I love his music. I think he's I think anyone that's trying to get onto him, really, I think my 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 advice to him is embrace the hate because you're clearly doing something right. No, he has, and he's got the things that like he he, he seems to brush it off. Obviously, you don't mm. know what's going on. Well, we need, we need to be careful about how we talk about these rappers because look what happened to um is Rams, it Rams? Rams, yeah, yeah, man. Like he he was suffering with depression. Yeah, but that's why people jar me off. People say like, oh yeah, but rappers and so on should be able to take criticism, but don't be disingenuous. Like we fucking know the difference between criticism and like kind of piling on it. Yeah, like, like cyber bullying. Like there's no there's no need for it. I think anyone that's brave enough to put out that kind of content. Like, sorry, Simon Bully just got me. <laughs> this guy's a bastard. That's just, no, 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 okay. So I don't think it's cyber bullying, but like it's just. Oh, I get. I, only, I think bully, I think cyber bullying is just such a. You know what? I saw a man video of like these kids that decided like this kid like rang his mom, told his mom, "Oh, I'm gonna be half an hour," and. And the other kids were like telling each other to be like quiet whilst he finishes his call. He puts on the phone and they tell him to get on the ground and they just start kicking the shit out of him. And I was watching this video thinking like, yo, I am so angry. And like, this, I think the, the, the tweet was like, um, can anyone help me find who these kids are? Because I want to help this other kid. Like, it was actually madness. 
And I was just like, yo, the the power of like like the bravery to even be posting that out mm. on like online and the way we talk about some of these um famous people online is like we we really forget that they're human. Like it is mm. it is a bit weird. I remember I was in the club, I'm gonna name drop, I was in a club and Rihanna arrived. Yeah, that's you, yeah? yeah. Oh yeah, that's you, yeah. You Carry on. I was Carry I on mean the bad girl you are. I was I was actually like, raw. I really forgot that you were human. And was this a club in this country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was still. It yeah. was. Um, it was fucking. It was. It was, was amazing it, to like see her and meet her. Nah, it wasn't spins. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> but yeah, Damn, it was not interested. It was. It was like. It was like cool, but yeah, you you forget that like, the way people like really. Okay, when, when, when did you meet her? This is like last year. Oh. Yeah, she won't remember who I was. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't but, even shout me. Yeah, yeah, you weren't yeah, about for. Yeah, I don't even fucking like you. <laughs> you know, get out of your own yard. Leave. Get out of my own place, you know. Um, my tune, my track of the week. Yeah, what is it? I've got uh, I've got to give it to the original Starboy. He's back. He's bad. Um, something about the globalization of music right now. Something about Afro beats that really just hits the soul. Weirdly as well, I'm. I'm kind of feeling as it's getting colder to listen to more Afrobeats just to keep me in that kind of mood. I know when I oh, listen, of what? Yeah, like when I listen to it, it like really like just that's the juju takes that, me to that, that's what's keeping another you place. I, I hope so. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, like honestly, like these these guys like Burner Boy, Wizkid, um, they're gonna yeah 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 they're gonna they're they're bringing us they're bringing us tracks, fam. They're bringing us tracks. Um, yeah, Jorah, Wizkid. Ah, you know what? I need to stop talking. Just run it. Play that. Run it. It's actually amazing. He's wearing like this wavy Louis Vuitton fit in one scene. Um, the dancing, like the vibes. It's definitely shot in London, England as well, I think as well. So International. Yeah, man. You could even say he's universal. Yeah, <laughs> nearly. He's actually not, which is a shame. But, it, was, um, it was a joke, bruv. It was um, a joke. That's uh, what that was. It was uh, for you to grab one. Uh, you know what? Forget it. When I am mixed, when we stop yeah. this recording, we're gonna swing outside. All right, cool, cool, yeah, cool, 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 cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fam, I actually, I'm actually loving just where the scene is going. Um, fam, next, next couple episodes, we we're gonna get some artists on, and we need to get them. We to are. 
promote their tracks and yeah have some serious discussion about the music industry and how it's like affecting culture it's coming all right good chat good chat great chat great chat all right so what's our round of points um duchess of sussex put respect on her name Immediately. Couldn't have said it better, bro. Now. Today. Today. <laughs> now. Today. <laughs> oh, God. Pay, uh, your, pay your partners whatever money you want to give them. No. It's all useless self that will be pay, the victim of it. Pay them nothing and see what they're bringing to the team. <laughs> hey, guys. That's whatever you want to. Guys, I'm trying to get flown to Dubai. <laughs> Dubai. I take it to, to Dubai. Come um, on, baby girl. And finally, yeah, I think we may need to like playlist all the tracks that we we're, we're putting out there. Oh, like our Spotify, that's actually a good shout. We might have a Yamanek playlist coming soon. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people have been vibes into the tracks of the week. So yeah, it could be a nice end of year round off, like giving the playlist. Or like our one year anniversary, we'll drop a one. Yeah, that could be cool. Um, and yeah, tell your friends, tell your family. Um, tell your yo, this Patrice. is we're about to blow up. Oh yeah, socials. Socials at Let Me Be K everywhere. You know what to do. Subscribe to the podcast. Post notifications on. Follow the Yam Egg Instagram. Follow Yam Egg Podcast on Twitter. You know what to do. So do, do I have any lines left? Or, okay. So Instagram. Sure, you you better not speak on me. You better not speak. <laughs> Insta. AYO underscore AA. And Twitter. AYO underscore AA13. And Twitter. Yamag Podcast. Did you say that? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. repeating it. So okay. Yamag Podcast on Twitter. Um, yeah. Subscribe. Share. Tell your auntie, grandma, granddad. Tell, your tell all your family. Put your dog. Put, put headphones on your dog. Let him listen. He will suddenly start backflipping and serving you tea. Trust me. Honestly, <laughs> it's been another sick episode. Thank you for listening. Peace. Love you.